It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. It's uh, it's not unreasonable that we talk to Sam Fortier on a Monday. Uh, normally, we talk to Sam all the time about the commanders and what they're doing offensively, defensively, uh, etc. But Sam has also been all over everything stadium-related with the commanders, and that means you meet a bunch of people, and all of a sudden, the other teams in town are starting to move, and while well, those same people are involved, and here's Sam's byline on a story about the Capitals and the Wizards, Monumental Sports, of course, Ted Leonsis, moving his teams to Potomac Yards, Virginia. That was discussed today in a meeting that uh, multiple sources told Sam and his colleagues at the Washington Post about, and we welcome our friend Sam Fortier in now to discuss. Sam, first of all, how was your bye weekend? Do you feel refreshed, ready to go for the final four weeks of the season? Man, uh, it didn't really feel like a bye week because uh, there's still a lot going on. But uh, yeah. I, I I skipped lunch today. But my uh, my girlfriend is actually making a uh, a pot of pasta. So I'm, after this after this interview, man, I'm about to go in. Ah, oh, I love that for you. That is fantastic. We we definitely need you to to, to be fueled up, ready to go. Uh, you know, you got the Rivera presser. You're working on this. Um, and so I guess the the place I want to start is like, what is this? What happened today that like this is newsworthy, this meeting and like where where is that in the process? Because in reading your story, it felt like this is fairly advanced that this could happen and like DC better get its act together if it does not want this to happen. Okay, I've explained this uh, on like in different places and I think have not done a great job. So I'm going to try to do it better here. Yes, and I know that we got the victory. Loves- yeah. I, I think that I think that you appreciate proper nouns a lot, so I'm, I'm going to go with these like economic development commissions that that uh, you know I've been trying to avoid. Anyway, okay, all right. So Monumental has been negotiating with Virginia. They've been talking to Virginia since at least the summer. We wrote over the summer that Ted Leontis was a little you know he was discontent with the arena, with the area around it, and he was talking to Virginia about potentially doing it. Six months later, this is basically them getting further down that road. This is not like it's not going to happen tomorrow, um, but this is a significant step into making the Caps and Wizards to Virginia a realistic possibility. At some point today, this afternoon, the Major Economic Investment Project Approval Commission, also known as the MEI, that's a group of Virginia lawmakers, they're going to meet in Virginia behind closed doors and discuss a plan that would bring the Caps and Wizards uh, to Virginia. If they, then they don't have to vote on it today. They could vote on it anytime in the next week. But if they approve it, um, it would then go to the full General Assembly and the Alexandria City Council, and they would have to approve it as well. If that happens, then it would sort of be like all of Virginia's chips would be on the table. And then, you know, DC would have to come back. Monumentals asked DC for $600 million. DC would have to come and say, like, here's our best and final offer. And then Monumental would have two jurisdictions with their best and final offers on the table. And then they could decide. So I don't expect this to be resolved before the new year. But I think that it's important that Virginia gets its, you know, gets its act together, gets um, a final proposal on the table before or around then. Um, So this is like a very important step towards making that happen are we on the same page? Yes, absolutely. So this is one of the final steps for Virginia to make its final offer is the shortest version. I feel like I can summarize uh, without the many of the great details you just provided. I, I wouldn't say it's one of the final steps, but it's, it's, it's a critical middle step. Like if we're in the baseball game, I yeah. think that we're probably in like the sixth or seventh inning here. Okay. So yeah, like definitely not final, but we're, we're getting there. The finish line is somewhere out 
uh, insight, but long way to go. You're, you're, they're pulling their starter, and now we're in the bullpen. Yikes. Now we've gone too far down this tortured baseball analogy. Uh, Sam Fortier with us here on the Hoffman Show. So if Leonsis had his pick, like he's got two good offers on the table, do you think he wants to stay in D.C., or do you think he would prefer to move to Virginia and just like needs to make sure that he's not going to get crushed for doing it? It's a good question. I I don't think we know the answer. I think that he's obviously interested in getting the most competitive offer he can out of both jurisdictions, and and this is his way of doing that. Um, But what does Ted Leontes want? I think that Ted Leontes, at the end of the day, wants to take monumental public, you know, a Madison Square Garden um, sort of of structure. He's talked about that in interviews with Bloomberg uh, over the summer. And if I mean, it, it's tough because if you're in D.C., you are in a central location in a major metropolitan market. And there are obviously a lot of advantages to that. Um, the, the downsides are, you know, everything's kind of fractured. The capitals are in Virginia and, and you have uh, the practice facility in, in Congress Heights and you have, you know, a bunch of people scattered around in, in Virginia. You, you could put everything together and you would have. Um, obviously you would have a lot of development rights and you can make a lot more money, sort of how the Braves have it um, in Atlanta right now. So I think that Ted Leontes is most interested in, in taking the business public, but what is the best mechanism to do that with? It, it's it's kind of difficult for me to get in his head on that right now. Um, how legitimate are Leontes' gripes with the stuff that he's dealing with in D.C.? Um, that's a favorable language to him that he's dealing with, but just bear with me for the sake of the question. But, you know, some of it, I think you guys have a pretty hilarious uh, line in the story of like one of the things Ted is annoyed with in D.C. is there's there's street performers outside of his office and he doesn't like the noise, which is the most like old rich guy yelling at a cloud thing uh, that that's ever been written. Um, well, maybe not ever, but is it's just quintessentially perfect. Um, but you also have obviously some some monetary, much more serious things that are being considered by Leonsis in terms of economic development. That area is brutal right now in a number of different ways. Um, there's a lot of restaurants that have shut down because of the crime in the area. So like, what, which of those things really matter? And like, what can D.C. do to clean them up to make it more appealing to, to keep uh, the monumental teams in D.C.? Yeah, I think that when you look at the area around Cap 1, you see, you know, the pandemic, remote work, all of the things that are affecting downtowns nationwide are happening here. Mm-hmm. And the the buskers, yeah, that, that's a minor detail. I, I do know that that uh, upset Leontes, but I would imagine that it, it's more upsetting to him that the city has not invested in his arena. And, and people would quickly and correctly point out, D.C. owns Nationals Park, so, so they owe the modernization and upgrades to the ballpark that they don't own at Capital One because there's a ground lease there, meaning the city owns the land under Cap One, but Leontes owns the building. So if he wants to put in more suites, if he wants to upgrade certain facilities to make you know, concerts more feasible there, like that, that's on Ted. And I think that Ted wants um, public money. He's obviously asked the city for $600 million to, uh, as part of a broader $800 million renovation to you know keep up and, and modernize the arena so uh, i it, it's tough to say but i think that's where things stand with ted right now um is it this might be out of your scope of practice and if it is just say so but i there's been a lot of research that i'm sure you're at least aware of because you've been covering this not just from this story but with the commander stuff of how bad stadiums actually are for cities. And if you use the Atlanta example, the area where Turner Field used to be 
has actually developed economically since the, the Braves left for Cobb County. And while everyone likes to look at the Cobb County suburban site and be like, oh, it's making money, it, you know, this entertainment district, it's working. Like, there's housing and grocery stores and, like, life where Turner Field used to be, where there used to be nothing except for baseball games uh, 80-whatever nights a year. And so I'm curious if there it actually might be best for all the way to clean up downtown D.C. is to let the team leave and, and you know, what people on, like, city council or, or what economic experts are saying about that possibility where it actually could be best for both parties for these teams to move to the suburbs where there is space and they can do this big entertainment districty thing and also revitalize DC without having to worry about an arena and teams and, and all the things that go around there. Let's start here. Economists say that sports stadiums are not significant economic drivers and that they mostly just shift money around rather than creating new revenue. Sports, tourism, you know, oh, we're going to build this stadium and a bunch of people are going to come in from out of town that weren't coming before. Economists don't give that a lot of weight. They say if people were coming in and they're spending around the district rather than, uh, you know, being out on U Street or or whatever, something like that. Um, And I think economists also agree that football stadiums are by far the worst offenders of that. Basketball, hockey arenas, things that do concerts, multi-purpose. If you have 300 events, uh, 300 nights where you're doing events per year, that's better. So that's like the national, uh, there's a guy named JC Bradbury at Kennesaw State, a professor, and and he's like one of the leading experts on this. And I've talked to him mostly about commander stuff, about commander stadium, and that's where he's at. There is a guy named Terry Clower um, at George Mason. He, he has, uh, he's the chair of, of their Center for Regional Analysis. And he actually contends that D.C. Is, is a unique market, given the structure of the DMV. Like, for example, if you were to move Cap 1, if you were to move the Caps and the Wizards to Northern Virginia, is that a significant economic driver? Because all of a sudden, you know, for a lot of nights a year, for a lot of concerts, Virginia is keeping that tax revenue, not just you know, right. different jurisdictions within the same state. I, I don't have the answer to that, but I think that um, economists, there's going to be a lot of good discussion um, about whether or not D.C. is unique in that regard. Yeah, I've, I've wondered that a lot. We actually had uh, Brad Berry on the show after he was quoted in Barry's for Lugas column on this uh, a few months back and um, was left with that question afterwards. And unfortunately, I thought of it after I talked to him. So, you know, I don't have the answer, at least from his perspective. For, for, what, for what it's worth, Bradbury disagrees with that idea. He thinks that the DMB is not unique, um, that it would just be shifting around money and not generating significant economic uh, impacts uh, as usual. I'd be curious to flesh that out with him because it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like one, you get the tax revenue in Virginia, DC or Maryland. Like it is, it's gotta be in one of those places, but I'm sure he's got his reason. He's an economist. Uh, you and I went to journalism school, the same one, as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> last thing for Sam Fortier here, uh, on the Hoffman show, how does all of this, if they stay in DC, if they move to Virginia affect the commander's potential move, uh, whenever that is. So I, I haven't gotten to go far too far down this road yet, but I have to imagine that if the Capitals and Wizards leave D.C., that it magnifies the importance for Mayor Muriel Bowser to land the commanders, because we just talked about why football stadiums aren't great economic drivers, but if you can build a mixed-use development around there, uh, I think that that would still be better than nothing, um, and, and it would you know, maybe help with, with concerts or with other things that you could do in the area. Um, to maybe generate some economic activity that you're going to lose downtown. I'm, you know, I, I wonder what economists would say, including Terry at, at George Mason. But 
Um, that's something that I think that, that we just don't have enough data points yet to say, oh, this, this either helps or hurts um, the commander's case with D.C. Or, or D.C.'s case with the commander's. Uh, this piece is so well reported. There's a lot in here. Uh, some of your colleagues who, who work down in Richmond do a great job on some of the politics of this as well. If that interests anybody listening, the economics, the politics, and of course, the sports angles of it all uh, in the Washington Post, WashingtonPost.com slash sports. Sam Fortier uh, has so much of the reporting in there, and we appreciate his time today. Thank you, sir. Go eat your pasta. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Uh, of course, our pleasure. That is Sam Fortier, everybody, with us here on the Hoffman Show. When we get back, um, we're going to uh, do do something different. I actually want to react to that and kind of talk talk this out. So we'll talk about this story more next before Michael Phillips joins us, who, by the way, has done a lot of reporting on stadiums as well. So we'll check in Phillips' thoughts on this coming up at the top of the hour here on the Team 980.